Welcome once again to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. I'm Melissa. And I'm Kat. This is we're doing a Halloween special tonight. Yeah. We just yeah. haven't talked to the fans in a while. I haven't made an episode in a while, but finally it's like the first time that So Weird has been available to stream while Halloween season is going on. So kind of a big deal for fans. Yeah. And So Weird was included in the Halloween collection on Disney Plus. So that's another exciting thing. People are noticing the show a little more. So yeah, we, we have something to celebrate, definitely. And yeah. as somebody who has spent Halloween's rewatching So Weird in the past, I can highly recommend it is an awesome way to spend your holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I kind of owe Halloween for me to re- rediscovering the show because I started rewatching it and reviewing it for my uh, Halloween Harvest blogathon, which is currently ongoing at zaxhomethoughts.blogspot.com for anybody who would like to click on that. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, so the, the, the show and the holiday are intrinsically linked, even though there's only one explicitly Halloween episode and it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> But also, back in the day when the show was airing, they did have so weird marathons around Halloween. Uh, you can find some evidence of this on YouTube. There was like a Wicked Weekend back-to-back during October. And I know they also had a, uh, a marathon where they marathoned the top ten episodes with the top ten villains of So Weird. Uh, but we could never find out which one was number one. <laughs> I've <laughs> never found a video of that online. But yeah, so... Um, you know, the show is, uh, yeah, there's a lot of love for, um, you know, I mean, I guess there's a lot of history with So Weird and Halloween. Yeah. Definitely. It being a supernatural, scary kid show, even though I kind of think it's not that scary. <laughs> like, I was yeah, trying honestly, to think, like, I was like, wait, there's not that many villains in the show. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> struggling with uh, thinking of uh, what my answers would be for the questions we asked. And I'm like, okay, is anything really that scary? <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good for kids. Cre- creepy, spooky, you know, yeah. those are the adjectives I would use to describe so weird before I said scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so basically we have some questions we're just going to go through. And making this a fan interactive episode, uh, we had some fans join in and talk about, you know, what they think is scary, what their creepiest scenes are. And it's just going to be fun and all. So the first question is, what is the scariest episode for you guys? Uh... So, yeah, I was was thinking, I don't know. (laughs) I think there's like scary scenes, but all together episodes, they're not. But I just went with Werewolf because I think throughout it's kind of like building up to like mystery, like what's really going on here. And then you have that scene with the Werewolf chasing everybody and Carrie's in the bus. And I felt scared for him when I first saw that episode. So Mm -hmm. that's the one that I went with. Yeah. yeah, I think my favorite so weird scary moment is when Fee lets out that scream as they're trying to get into the bus. Like, that feels like horror. Yeah, the uh, POV shots in Werewolf are probably the closest so weird ever got to being scary, like horror movie scary. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for me personally, I think uh, the 
creepiest slash scariest uh, episode for me is probably Dead Ringer because it's so psychological, and uh, I it I feel like I connect with it on a personal level, but just because I always hear sounds and I'm like so paranoid somebody's breaking in and uh, yeah, <laughs> it's. Scarier now that I don't have a cat knocking shit off the table every <laughs> so often. <laughs> I could have sworn that came from in here. Now I'm starting to hear things. Okay, I'll do my score tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to mention Dead Ringer too, actually, Melissa, because... You know, like you all were saying, I don't really consider any of these episodes scary now. Uh, I, I was thinking, you know, more as a, like a young child, uh, you know, I definitely had some, a scary episode that I'll talk about later. But yeah, you know, watching Dead Ringer recently, I'd never seen it before and I was surprised by how scary it was. Um, you know, being at home at night with someone, you know, haunting you uh, and, uh, you know, just causing all kinds of mayhem in your house and you're the only one there and the phone ringing that's not supposed to be ringing. I thought it was pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, I have an unpopular opinion with this, but I still think Fall is the scariest episode. It scared the crap out of me and gave me nightmares as a kid <laughs> just for the whole concept of Ned's childhood friends is coming back as a ghost and wants Ned dead too. If he loved him, why'd he leave him hanging there to die? Because I was afraid! I was afraid I'd fall through and he'd want to die. Like, what the hell kind of friend are you that you're not <laughs> saying, like, oh, don't warn me, it wasn't your fault, but, like, bitch, I'ma kill you too. <laughs> like, that's yeah. terrifying. But Yeah, I definitely I agree. I feel like I'm in a minority with that one. So as my close second, I'm also saying Strange Geometry because those graphics of the faces coming through the walls, the running down the hallway with all of those faces like popping out at her, like that is creepy. So weird. Oh yeah. yeah. That actually, I had that scene as one of my two uh, creepiest scenes. Strange Geometry is a creepy one, too. Yeah, that was also... That was actually the first thing I thought of before I remembered Werewolf, so... Mm -hmm. So, um, I mentioned this when we discussed Angel, but Angel was the only episode I could think of that actually kind of kept me up at night um, because of the guy, uh, the angel, uh, the scene where Fee uh, gets the call, and he's like... He says, you're the one, and she looks out the window, and there, he's there. Because I would stay up at night, and if I woke up in the middle of the night, I would be too afraid to look at the window because I'd be afraid that dude would be staring at, <laughs> through the window at me. So I have to say, like, if I'm thinking back to myself as a kid and how I would feel about these episodes as a kid, Angel is still the scariest episode for me. Yeah. Yeah. But now, not so much. I've watched it so many times, you know, obviously. It doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> yeah. I think creepiest scenes is kind of easier to think because there's, like, at least one or two scenes, maybe in almost every episode, that's a little creepy. Um, so for that, I'm trying to think of back then, the stuff that really creeped me out as, like, a six, seven-year-old. Um, one is the first episode, Family Reunion, where Fee's looking at, you know, the old pictures and then the little boy's head moves. I remember getting freaked out when I saw that. Um, when I, 
Yeah, when I was re-watching the show for the first time, I think that scene actually kept me up at night, and I was like 23, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that was in all the promos when the show was uh, getting ready to premiere. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I'm sure you remember yeah. that. You guys remember everything about the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one for me, um, so when I was a kid, Aliens was like the number one thing that creeped me out any type of alien ufo whatever so when i was little my older siblings would watch the show and i would just kind of peek in um but they were i think watching roswell and you know at the very end where the aliens come with and then their fingers like touch fee's face yeah that was so scary because <laughs> mm-hmm. i was just oh my god if that happened to me i was already afraid of aliens and like being in bed thinking i was safe in my bed and then them coming <laughs> That was really creepy to me. So that scene is like up there yeah. for six, seven-year-old me. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, you know, um, Strange Geometry does have, I think, one of the creepiest moments in the show. And it's a little moment. It's um, a specific shot where uh, Fiona is facing towards the camera. And over her shoulder, we see the words start to appear on the mirror behind her. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that's a spooky scene. And then mm-hmm. uh, the second thing I thought of was also in Family Reunion, but the sequence where the ghost boy appears to her in the hallway um, and he's all drippy and uh, she drops her uh, big gulp there. So um, mm-hmm. th- those are kind of the two scenes that I thought of as uh, pretty, pretty spooky guys. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, my two. The one Emily was talking about, an angel, uh, where the uh, angel guy just calls her up, being like, you're the one, and then appears to her, and then uh, she looks down at her head and sees her had an x-ray vision. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of creeps me out to this day, actually. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, Strange Geometry, where uh, he is uh, following the blueprints and running through the hallway, and all the faces are, like, stretching out of the wall, it's eerie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um, I guess, I already talked about Angel, That's that scene in Angel. That's definitely one of the creepiest ones for me. I was also going to mention the laptop scene in Family Reunion, uh, Kathy, uh, on Rewatch. That was one that got me and made me jump and uh, creep me out a little bit. But I guess if I was going to, you know, just for the sake of being a little different, uh, I'll pick a third one, which uh, has to do with Boo. So we we talked about, um, or we haven't really talked about, but on the Boo episode, we don't particularly like that episode as a group, I feel like. Um, But the one part of the episode that I did like was Fee's monologue at the beginning. Um, You know, it starts off, you just see that there's like the trees and then uh, it starts, the shot starts to back away from the trees and you realize that she is giving this monologue from the grave. Um, and then at the end, it ends with okay. the, the dirt and <laughs> landing on her and she's basically buried alive, which uh, I, you know, I didn't remember that happening. And then on rewatch, I was like, whoa, this is pretty messed up. <laughs> so I, I got to give props to that scene from Boo for being one of the creepiest parts of uh, the show. <laughs> I definitely agree with Kathy about that scene from Family Reunion, because that was the perfect jump scare that always gets me without fail. 
My second choice is that scene from Strange Geometry where Fee is watching on the laptop the footage of Patterson and he goes, they think they own me, but they don't own me. Do they own you? Because as a little kid seeing that in black and white, I thought that was real and it scared the absolute shit out of me. (laughs) And then just because we've already talked about that scene in Family Reunion, I'm also going to add in that clip from Tulpa where Fee gets dragged by that swing set where the chain wraps around her legs and starts to pull her back. I will never forget six-year-old me having nightmares about that episode. It's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy's not on tonight, and we hadn't mentioned what he wanted to say. Well, we'll talk about his answers to each question as we go along, but we forgot to do it for the first uh, part. So, um, yeah, so Jimmy, he said his scariest episode was actually Grave Mistake. He said it creeped him out because of the idea of wishing to be older and suddenly waking up on the brink of old age meets death. He thought it was so frightening, and he really liked Alex's acting in that episode, and her breathing long, exasperated breaths only made his anxiety worse throughout the entire episode. Uh, I love it that it brings anxiety for old age for me. Mm -hmm. So, we didn't mention that episode, did we? Mm -hmm. No. That's a good one. Yeah. And then he... He did mention Dead Ranger as another really creepy episode. He said it's super dark, the constant phone ringing and Jack's guilt and despair the entire episode. Uh, when Annie first brings the box of Mr. Applebaum's things, Jack looks genuinely freaked out and it sets the tone for the entire episode. Chills. Repeat scenes. Uh, he says uh, Annie fainting in her old age and Jack's creepy smile and carnival over <laughs> the burning uh, crystal ball. Yeah, he does look really creepy. That makeup was horrible, though. Yes, watching it on Disney Plus, you can see the fake eyebrows and like the glue holding them on. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I may have to watch that one. Uh, I haven't watched any of season three yet on Disney Plus, but no, I may have I to watch. Either. I may have to watch that episode just for that scene. <laughs> yes. So next question is, what's or who is the scariest villain for you guys? And that one is actually kind of hard to think of because there's not that many villains in the show. Well, uh, I guess I'll start. Um, I would probably say, I guess, um, the Banshee is the uh, the villain, the quote-unquote villain that kind of scared me the most as a kid. Um, again, I don't know if scared is the right term, but she's pretty spooky. She's pretty intimidating. As far as the uh, one-off antagonists go, um, she was definitely one of the more serious business ones, I would say. Yeah, you know, uh, I had a little trouble thinking about this, too. And thinking back about how they had a, a marathon and they did a poll of the top 10 creepiest villains. And so weird. I'm trying to imagine what those 10 villains were. Um, but anyway, I, I guess I have to go with Brie Crew. I mean, that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a lot of people's answer because he's, you know, he comes back several times during the show. And Jack, um, Patrick Levis's portrayal of, of Brie Crew definitely creeped me out. Uh, I think part of that, the whole concept of possession to me as a kid and as an adult is, is pretty creepy. So I have to say that him possessing Jack makes him probably the creepiest villain. Yeah, I definitely agree with Brie Crew bring up there. For me, especially in the second episode where he possesses Molly is more scary than the first one due to the fact that he leaves and Molly inside a burning warehouse. It's Brick Crew, same as everyone else. I think because he's like reoccurring, he comes back again. So he has like an agenda. 
And yeah, leaving them in the burning building is kind of like, I think one of the worst things that a, a villain has done on the show. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to give a random shout out to the, the guy that was in Listen that, um, <laughs> that ran the farm for his mom who drove mm-hmm. the tractor around and like was <laughs> to mow feet down or something. I don't know why, but as a kid, that, that scene of him like speaking to her telepathically or whatever, it, it creeped me out. So yeah. I just rewatched that episode. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. For my scariest villain, I still think it's Pete's slash like the ghost boy slash the journalist from fall just because i still don't understand like what are you getting at why do you want your friends dead Uh, i still don't get it for my creepiest villain not really a villain but it's the angel (laughs) but then if you if we're asking for like real villain i would say uh break just because i I don't think this is actually planned, but I just keep on imagining an episode where he mm-hmm. uh, takes Fee over, and I'm like, how the fuck is that gonna go down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that wasn't planned, just to make sure people know it wasn't planned, but I can see why you would imagine that happening. Yeah. That'd be creepy. Yeah. While we're also on the topic of villains, I feel like we have to mention the worst villain on the show, which is hands down the great Encanto, <laughs> the magician oh. from season three. He was an you... awful villain. He felt like a Goosebumps character. I don't like him at all. Well, and well he's no... a shame to villains everywhere. No shout outs <laughs> to uh, the Changeling Baby or Molly's Fish Boyfriend, whose name I can't even remember right wow. now. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Wow. I mean, is he the creepiest villain or the biggest creep? I don't know. Um, yeah, it depends on how you define creepy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's oh, terrible. Oh, what about the aliens in Earth 101? Oh, oh my yeah, God, no. They do not most exist. Annoying. That episode most never annoying happens. Film. Right, yeah. <laughs> I still remember liking that episode a little bit better than you all. <laughs> But I definitely recall, um, I think it was uh, Kat who said the uh, the changeling baby needed to um, be, be set on fire or something. Was oh, that man. you? Yeah, yeah I don't watch that episode on Disney+. Plus. I did because I was watching every episode and I'm like, I got nightmares just having to deal with that baby. <laughs> well, really, I thought you meant don't it's, watch it's... it because you can see like the strings moving it and, or whatever now. No, I kind of want to watch it just to see if you can. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Nobody asked for that to be an HD, but we got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Jimmy answered the three-headed demon from Twin, who still haunts his dreams. And he also gave a shout-out to the old man, Mr. Patterson, that tempted Fee in Strange Geometry because he always creeped him out for some reason. Yeah, he was a little creepy. Yeah, I remember uh, an old episode of Strange Geometry, like an old rip of it, was on YouTube, and it was part of the creepiest villains list, and it listed the architect as one of the top ten villains, but I don't remember what position he was in. I I remember that, Emily, because the bootleg set that I have of the show that I I would watch when I would rewatch it uh, is, is that rip. So, yeah, what other media would we recommend to Weird Fans? Um, For me, I would say The Haunting of Hill House. And I think it's only a few episodes. But I feel like that's one of the few things that's horror 
that actually has good writing and is a good story overall. And I just can't recommend that one enough. I was going to mention that one too, Kathy. And actually, I think it's been out for two years now, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the second season just started. Yeah, the second season premieres tonight, I think. So I was going to recommend that one because I rewatched it recently. I loved it the first time, and I still really enjoyed it the second time. And it just gave me so many medium vibes from So Weird. I mean, if you love medium, the medium episode, The Haunting of Hill's House is very much in line with medium and the idea of being haunted by someone, like, metaphorically and literally (laughs) at the same time and what happened to you so many years ago. Um, yeah, and that family, you know, they've got so many issues, and the Phillips family has so many issues yeah. related to to that grief that they have. Um, so, yeah, definitely that's the one I was going to recommend, too. Yeah. For recommendations I have, I actually have a few. One is Halloween Town, because A, it was also written by John Cooksey and Ali Murray Matheson. Uh, so it is awesome by default. <laughs> um, it has so many parallels uh, between that and, and so weird. And I don't know if that was done purposely, accidentally, or what. But um, yeah, it's fun. I would also recommend Hocus Pocus. Uh, just because it's another fun, family-friendly Halloween theme. Or scary, not scary, it's really funny, but um, I can't imagine So Weird Friends not being into that as well. And as for a TV show, I think I would say um, Ghost Whisper. Uh, I actually got into it because Kara is in an episode in the first season, and I've been stuck on it ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've watched all the seasons. Uh, it's good pretty much throughout and mm-hmm. I just recommend that if anybody does watch it have plenty of tissue boxes mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so sad mm-hmm. um, well this was a question that I thought a lot about because um, you know So Weird is kind of a unique show because it has this this family element about about the family and that it's family friendly and it has a music element, and then it's a horror show, but it's also not, like, really horror. It's more of a supernatural, quote-unquote, real mystery kind of investigation thing. So um, a couple of uh, suggestions I have, if and most of these are movies because I don't watch a lot of television, but um, a movie called Ginger Snaps, if you like werewolves. Uh, it's kind of about two young sisters, and one of them becomes a werewolf, and that sort of has the element of, uh, teenage girl investigating weird mystery stuff though that is you know that's an r-rated movie so it's not for the family um something that's a little more family friendly though uh, is also from the 80s so it's probably it's super offensive in a lot of ways is a movie called uh, the monster squad which um if you like stranger things and you like kids on bikes you'll like monster squad it's a group of like four or five boys and they're like in the 10 to 12 period and they're tussling with the classic monsters frankenstein dracula wolfman Scrooge from the black moon etc um that's a movie i love that's a movie i grew up watching um as for uh an element that i think would appeal to people who like the paranormal mystery side of so weird 
is a very obscure TV show that ran for three seasons on Animal Planet. It's called Lost Tapes, and it is a found footage anthology horror series with a cryptozoology theme. Every episode is um, a different found footage premise with a different cryptozoological entity. So they Bigfoot, Mothman, Owlman, uh, Sea Monsters. They did some really deep cuts. And that show, it's actually terrible. It's not a good show. Oh. Like, <laughs> thing, um, it's so very. Excited. It's very poorly written, but it is such a curio because I don't think there are any other cryptozoology-themed found footage anthology series that aired on Animal Planet. It is such a weird, one-of-a-kind series, even though it's not very good. But if you are interested in that kind of um, esoteric, quasi-supernatural mystery stuff that isn't so weird, you may enjoy Lost Tapes. But um, but that kind of stuff, yeah, it is, um, is what I would recommend. Nice. I've got three recommended hidden gems that if you're a fan of So Weird, definitely check out. My first one is a TV show that I've mentioned here before, Strange Days at Blake Holsey High, also known as Black Hole High. It's kind of a supernatural slash sci-fi theme centered on a bunch of teenagers at their boarding school where weird things happen every week so it's a monster of the week type of show that was also executive produced by henry winkler sam is so weird and if you grew up watching disney channel you'll recommend you'll recognize michael cedar and shadia simmons because they also star in this as well as in life with derek it's such a great series and even though it was cut short the writers were able to develop a little TV movie for the end of it. So the ending is so much more satisfying than the conclusion we got to So Weird. And all the episodes are available on YouTube, so you can catch up on that for free. My second recommendation is a made-for-TV movie that I saw when I was a kid that absolutely scared the shit out of me. And then I went back and rewatched it as an adult and found out that it was actually hilarious. It's the TV movie When Good Ghouls Go Bad, which stars Christopher Lloyd and is also available on YouTube. This is one about a town where they don't celebrate Halloween, similar to Boo and So Weird, where the creepy kid in town, Curtis Danko, has been killed in a mysterious accident. And he left a warning to the town saying that if you ever have another Halloween again, I will return and destroy you all. The kid was buried in a locked crypt along with a sculpture so evil that unearthly fates were said to await anyone who looked at it. And now 20 years later, the Walker men have returned to Walker Falls and start a chain of events that unleashes an army of zombies across the town. So that one was actually written by R.L. Stein. So if you're a fan of So Weird, you're a fan of Goosebumps, definitely check it out. And my third recommendation came out the same year as Hocus Pocus, but doesn't get nearly as much love. Double Double Toil and Trouble. You might remember it as that cute Olsen Twins movie, but even if you're not into the Olsen Twins, it's such a good Halloween movie. Like, I'm a sucker for Halloween movies that actually take place on Halloween, so it's about the holiday itself. And it always reminds me of the episode Twin because it has a storyline about the Olsen twins playing two sisters that find out that their rich aunt is a witch who had trapped her own twin inside of a mirror and they have to break the spell and try to free her and save their family. It's such a good movie. It has its creepy moments and it's just such a fantastic film to watch around Halloween. 
And, you know, Olsen twins do have a connection to So Weird with uh, Kara and Gimme Pizza. So, you know, yes. there you go. Mm -hmm. um, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. I kind of forgot to mention it, but I just thought of it. Um, it's very random, but it's perfect to watch during this season is um, the Scooby-Doo project, which is yes. kind of like. Oh, yes. Let me like the description is like the Scooby Doo project is a Halloween special that aired during Cartoon Network's Scooby Doo Where Are You Marathon in 1999. Um, and it's kind of like a parody of the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> and they use like, you know, found footage mixed in with the cartoon drawings of the Scooby Doo gang. <laughs> and it's just odd. And I don't think they aired it like much. Either they aired it once or they just aired it a few times. But that's kind of something I discovered like two years ago, and I thought it was so cool. Agree. Yes. That is so good. Yeah, and I know. I I love the Scooby Doo project. That thing's hilarious. <laughs> that also reminds me of an episode of S Club Seven in LA. That was a like a TV show around like the two thousands too, and they had this S one Club episode. Seven. Oh my yes, god! Yes, they had this one episode where they're in the woods, and it's like a Blair Witch Project type of thing, and it is a fantastic episode. It scared the crap out of me when I was a kid because it was creepy, and they were all scared. But it's a really good episode. All right. Well, if we're recommending. If we're recommending uh, <laughs> retro found footage things, I have one more recommendation. Uh, this is, it's a British television production from the uh, either early 90s or late 1980s. It's called Ghost Watch. And uh, the thing that makes this show fantastic, well, it's a, it's a feature film. But what makes it fantastic is it's presented as if it is a real television, regular television broadcast with television personalities from the time and when it aired people thought it was real and it mm -hmm. actually uh scared a lot of people because the whole premise of the film is that the ghost um is going coming through the television and is uh attacking people in the audience so this actually caused kind of a minor mass hysteria in the uk when it aired and it's fantastic i i highly recommend ghost watching if you like spooky stuff if you like um, kind of retro stuff, uh, it has very little in common with So Weird, but it gives me a lot of the same vibes. But it is actually very scary, and it's set on Halloween. So uh, if you like found footage, haunting, retro stuff, highly recommend Ghost Watch. It used mm -hmm. to be on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's still on there or not. Um, yeah, so Jimmy, you know, he brought up that a lot of the So Weird actors are, you know, it, it, a lot of the So Weird actors have been in horror films, and he in particular mentioned Alex Johnson. Um, she was in Devil's Diary. Um, you can watch her for free on YouTube. And uh, Stranger With My Face and Final Destination 3 and The Wasting, he thought, were also good. The Witches, I guess, is not Alex Johnson, but it's coming out October 22nd on HBO Max. The remake, and, yeah. Yeah, The uh, New okay. Witches with Anne Hathaway, yeah. Oh, Okay. And uh, The Craft Legacy is coming out October 28th, and it'll be available through most major digital retailers. So I haven't seen anything on that one either. But uh, The original The Craft is also a lot of fun. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. I do love that one. Mm -hmm. If you like Hocus Pocus, The Craft is like uh, Hocus Pocus is for kids. The Craft is for teenage girls, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Talk about Boo at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to say? <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to defend it a little. I, because I feel like 
most, uh, you know, kid shows that do a holiday, especially Halloween episode, it's like you're not really gonna take that episode that seriously. So I feel like that's what So Weird did as well. So I think like for fun, it's like, okay, you can watch it for fun. And I guess we as like fans of the storyline, it's like, no, we want storyline. And so that's why we're like, eh. But, you know. I think it's fun for what it is. Like, it was an interesting take on Halloween that I don't think I've ever seen anywhere else to dig into the origins of Saiwan or however you say it. Sawin. Sawin, thank you. (laughs) And, like, to see that Fee hates Halloween because she sees it as making fun of the things that she's trying to get people to take seriously was really cool. Like, Harry as a makeup artist is something I'm totally here for. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not crazy about the episode. Um, you know, I feel like I've said en- I've said enough in the actual episode review, but I just it still is c- kind of weird and confusing to me. And uh, but I I do you know we had mentioned uh, just chatting recently that you know they have this Halloween collection on Disney Plus and they have a section for Disney Channel Halloween episodes and Boo was not included in that collection. And, you know, I I can understand why people might be a little annoyed about that, but part of me is like, you know what? I'm kind of glad it wasn't because if (laughs) people's first introduction is so weird was that episode, I'd really hate that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and there are other better creepy episodes that that could be included in that that collection, I guess, so. Yeah. um, Plus, I uh, think it probably wasn't included in the episodes uh, just because the whole show was included in the other section. Yeah, but also for some reason um, I don't know, it's like So Weird isn't considered a Disney Channel show again on Disney Plus. They removed it from the Disney Channel collection, so I don't know what the deal, what's going on with that, but that's beside the point. But so that's why I also think it wasn't included in the Disney Channel collection because they aren't considering it a Disney Channel show right now. Who knows? Yeah. I guess because it was Weird. in the era of Zoog Disney before the Disney Channel became like the brand itself. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. It's, it's just odd because it wasn't in the Disney Channel collection, and they put it in the Disney Channel collection, and then they came out with this throwback collection, so they put So Weird in the throwback collection. And then yeah. I guess they decided, well, we can remove it from the Disney Channel collection now because it doesn't really fit. I don't know. Yeah. It just... You but. know, Emily, uh, you always find something new to complain about Disney Plus. And it's like, <laughs> we have the show. Like, the show is out there now. They can't hurt us anymore. <laughs> but they do. They still find a way. Just wait, because if they come out with a collection of Thanksgiving Day episodes and they put Earth 101 in there, like, I will scream. Yeah, but if... If for the if they put out uh, Christmas episodes and they included Fountain, I would be okay with that. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, um, yeah. I do want to mention that Henry Winkler is in that Boo episode. Like, he's executive producer and appears in that one episode, and he's his kooky self, like he is in a lot of his roles. <laughs> yeah, but that, so. that is like the one really notable thing about Boo. Yeah. Yeah. So fan time now. Oh boy. Yay, fan time! We asked fans to send in some videos answering basically the same topics that we talked about today. And we had quite a number of people that participated, so it's pretty awesome. Hey, So Weird Podcast, it's Neil. Hi, everyone. My name's Melissa. I'm Sasha Mullen. Hi, I'm Lauren. Hello there. It is spooky season, so. 
I saw a prop, I saw Halloween, I said yes. How could you not? I've been a So Weird fan for many, many years, and it's great to see a whole community of, uh, of other fans, and I'm excited for this Halloween special. Super into Halloween, love me some Samhain, it's all good. Let's get to it. Question one, what is the scariest episode of So Weird? I would say that the scariest episode for me was probably Strange Geometry. Uh, for me, definitely Strange Geometry. Strange Geometry, in my opinion. The reason for it is probably because of the whole premise behind that particular episode. You um, had that feeling, just for me, right from the beginning, that something was completely off about that building. I remember watching that episode and just getting creeped out by the interior of the building alone. I remember being so creeped out by the whole concept of the portal in that old building where um, Molly was shooting a, uh, a music video. I just found it, the whole concept, the whole, um, the whole episode just really haunting and intriguing, but definitely creepy. I think that season one, episode 12, Lost, is the scariest. Why? Because she's lost in her own mind, which is honestly like the scariest thing, I feel like. Being trapped in your own head, like that was, when I first watched it, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, how is she gonna get out? Like what's happening, you know? And then of course, you know, Fee's investigating cause you know, she won't stop. You know, when she finds something weird, she's like, I'm gonna figure it out. That's what we love about this show. Scariest episode for me, season two, episode 28, Destiny, where we see Bricru, the Will of the Wisp, come back and take over Molly. Um, so that one was pretty scary for me, seeing Molly's mannerisms, of course, uh, with Bricru taking over her body. For me, it is the episode Troll from season two. Now, I know you might be thinking, really? That one? Yes, really. That episode terrified me as a kid. While I watched it recently, yeah, admittedly, it's not as scary as it once was when I was a small child. It's still unsettling, without a doubt. Um, in terms of the scariest episode, um, I could have gone a more blatantly supernatural route um, or gone a kind of snarky route and thrown season three under the bus. <laughs> like, like, oh, that's pretty scary. Um, Chad. <laughs> but I... I decided to actually go with a, a more sincere angle about um, about well-being. And there's a lot of that in the show about just trying to feel safe and trying to feel validated and trying to feel taken care of and how darker problems get manifested through something else, whether it's uh, Molly's own eluded self-destruction or it's in something like Tulpa where you have uh, this psychic manifestation of your own abuse or in a uh, transplant where your spirit is being modded onto something else against your will. And I, so I surprised myself when I actually decided to pick Roswell. Um, you know, I mean, this poor man is othered and he never got a chance to grow up. His whole childhood was stunted and paralyzed because he, uh, he stopped being able to move forward because he wasn't allowed to. And um, other people are blam blaming him for being crazy. And in reality, all he wants is to feel loved and safe with his sister 
and to understand what the heck is going on with that metal quadrilateral <laughs> talking at him. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the scariest because it's the most blatantly human moment. And there are a lot of those, but I, I, I think that that one really speaks to me in a sense of wanting people to feel taken care of. And, um, you know, I, so I, I think that that's something that lives with me. Are a lot of images from that episode. So next we have the top two creepy scenes. Now for me, I feel like the ghost from season one. The scene in Family Reunion where Fee sees the ghost of the little boy who drowned in the Eastland disaster for the first time. Um, that shot down the hallway. That was really creepy. Like when Fee spills her drink and like the ghost appears, like I was like, what? In the Banshee episode where the Banshee is hovering over the grandpa and when the Banshee takes Fiona into the woods by herself. I'm gonna say when Fee walked through the forest and came across the Banshee. Especially in that scene where Fee and Banshee are yelling at each other, where really Fee's yelling at Banshee to find out why her father passed away to see it was the Banshee's fault and how Banshee was speaking was very creepy. It was not we who took him. Uh, there's a lot of strange geometry that is pretty unnerving. Like, you're like, oh, oh dang it, what, what is this? What is this weird building? Um, definitely stumbling on something that shouldn't be there. That's kind of terrifying. As now as that episode progressed, it kind of gets into what I think is probably one of the scariest scenes, and it's with the faces protruding from the wall. And um, the whole episode of Dead Ringer from season three was creepy, but particularly the scene where they go into the house, to uh, Mr. Applebaum's house, and um, the suspense was building. I remember feeling really creeped out from that. Um, so that's one of the two creepiest scenes, I think. I do often get unnerved when I think back to the uh, climax scene of Twin with the building. Where we see Fiona get trapped on the balcony by herself um, and she sees the evil spirits emerge from the wall. Where we see that three-headed girl emerge from the wall, fly towards the and nearly knocks her off the rooftop to her death. Oh geez, that is just a terrifying sight in the visual and the action. And the fact that we still don't know what that was just makes it all the more unnerving for me as a viewer. Not uh, comforting. It's not comforting to think about. When Fee's dad saved her from falling in the season two finale, the reason I find that creepy is because um, he did come back as a spirit to save her and especially in the original ending that was written that he was supposed to go to hell. That would have been such a scary thing to see. If only we had got answers. Um, also the troll honestly is really creepy, turning you know people into vegetables like, what? It's really any moment where we see the characters as vegetables. It's just so creepy seeing their faces carved into these vegetables and they look so helpless and you're like, what is going on here? But yeah, that's just a visual you cannot get out of your mind once you've seen it. And then Andy's encounter with the mummy and Meow. Okay, it's not what it looks like. I, I, I was just trying to help you too, okay? I'm just trying to help you guys stay together. I really am. 
for another scary, creepy scene, I would also include the werewolf episode. Um, especially when Carrie gets locked into the the bus. That feeling that you get. Him being alone, being vulnerable, just evokes an emotion that can't be be by anything else. For the scariest villain, creepiest villain, I would say it's Brickroo. Definitely Brickaroo. So for me, the scariest villain is Will the Wisp. For me, for sure, the Will of the Wisp, Brickaroo. Because even though that he's like tiny, it's like this little light thing. He, he like, he possesses Molly and Jack. It's like, I don't want to be possessed, you know what I mean? This is a villain that has a capability to possess anyone that he pleases. Season one, he possesses Jack, and season two, Molly. It's that very reason that makes him the scariest, the creepiest one, because he's got that power to do something like that. So I feel like that's scary, you know, that's what I don't like. And it was even extra scary for me because we see him in that first one of the Will of the Wisp, and it's actually based um, out of the Marfa Lights, and I'm actually from Texas, I've been to Marfa plenty of times, and actually have lots of family there, so that made it a little bit more scary for me, but uh, the dude was pretty scary. But I guess that we did end up getting, like, um, Berku's version of Into the Darkness, so that's pretty cool. So for me, the scariest, so weird episode, and the creepiest villain, both are gonna go to the Banshee. Scariest villain, once again, Banshee. I feel the Banshee was a really well-written character, well-written villain. As that whale is the creepiest sound throughout the series. I watched that episode again during summer and it scares me as much today as it did as a kid. I would have to go with the merman from the episode Fathom. I don't remember his name, but that's beside the point. I guess the creepiest villain is Lol. I don't know if that needs explanation. <laughs> it's just, it's just how, that's just how it is. I don't make the rules. The point is, he's creepy. Not because he's a merman, but because he wanted to take away Molly from her own children to keep for himself. But I, I can't just leave my children. Molly, I need you now. I won't let them come between us. No, you can't ask me that, Lau. I don't even want you to ask me that. Molly, you and I, we don't have to be alone anymore. If you were to air an episode like that on the Disney Channel today, it would get so much backlash. It just does not fly in the era of the Me Too movement. It just, no, no, no. And for other media that I'd recommend So Weird Fans to watch? I'd recommend So Weird Fans to watch Evermore. This is a British show from Disney Channel UK. It's similar to So Weird, but in a lot of ways it's not. <laughs> it's more fantasy than sci-fi. And it's about Tara who returned to the UK. And she finds all this weird stuff happening like Fee does. So I'd recommend it. Also, just know that Evermore is the pilot while, it, while the Evermore Chronicles is the actual show. Season one is my favorite season from the show. 
And season two is a bit like strange because Tara's not in the show. Kind of like how Fee left. So weird. But this for me, it's not as jarring. Because she kind of, she like fulfills what she needs to do. So. But anyway, yeah, watch it during spooky season. I'm actually going to change this up a little bit. I would actually recommend reading uh, Bentley Little. Um, he's a really good horror writer. I absolutely like his stuff. But um, in terms of like watching something, The Exorcist, Poltergeist, anything really paranormal. Another one that comes to mind is The Evil Dead. Watch that. Um, paranormal Activity. That's just, I'm a huge horror fan, so I have somewhere to thank for that. So, yeah, that's what I'd recommend, plus a book recommendation, so. A media that I would recommend to so weird fans would be the Belay Brothers Dragula. It's a queer show about the Belay Brothers trying to find the next drag super monster. Um, that show is really awesome to watch. Um, it really goes over the gothy, punk, horror type of drag. And seasons one, seasons one's on YouTube, two and three on Netflix. And the Resurrection slash All-Star season is going to be on Shudder this month on the 20th. It's not really a season sports, it's like a two-hour movie. And I really think So Weird fans would love the Belay Brothers Dragula. And for other media, there was a movie I recently watched on Hulu called Body at Bright and Rock. It's about a park ranger who comes across a crime scene and she has to stay there overnight and she finds herself hallucinating. There's no CGI in this movie, no gore. It's really true form of classic horror. So if you like So Weird, I think you'll really enjoy this movie. Um, I really love a show. Uh, came around, came out around the same time as So Weird. It's called Mysterious Ways. Um, it reminds me of So Weird a lot, and it's really, really great. It's about an anthropology professor who uh, investigates mysterious phenomena. So definitely up our alley. Um, also, Alfred Hitchcock presents and uh the twilight zone the original series are also really great and other media that i recommend um of course all the original decoms the halloween ones of course now that we're in october so twitches mom's got a day with a vampire don't look under the bed mm, classic one and hollow all the halloween towns um the other one that was one of my favorites um and it kind of goes in with that whole so weird um, x-files error would be the tower of terror so based out of the hotel that we see in Walt Disney World at Hollywood Studios. Um, unfortunately, it's not on Disney Plus. I'm sure you could find it somewhere else. I believe it came out in 1998. Um, since it's not like a true decom, that's why it's not on Disney Plus. I've, trust me, I've looked for it and asked why it's not on there. Because it was produced by Wonderful World of Disney. Uh, but that one is definitely a must watch if you like uh, the so weird paranormal era. I will get shine spotlight on a short film called Mo'o. Mo'o is about two cousins, Kikoa and Nika. Kikoa, a rebellious teenager, has just lost his mother and is not really taking the proper time to grieve. His cousin, his younger cousin Nika, is dragging him out of the house into the night on a walkthrough to look for spirits and signs of the afterlife. Thematically, topically, it is so reminiscent of So Weird when I saw it at the Hawaii International Film Festival last year. And I know that if other So Weird fans watch it too, I'm pretty sure they would draw to the same conclusion. Mo'o can be viewed this month as part of the virtual film festival 
virtual film festivals, the LA Asian Pacific Film Festival, and CamFest Forward. Again, it's called Mo'o from the director Anima Lane. And as for another piece of media, I don't think you can go wrong with Hocus Pocus. It's, it's always my go-to. Um, although I don't think anyone here really needs anybody to be told to watch that, but I'm going to tell you, you should watch Hocus Pocus. And that just about does it. Thank you. And that's all for now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Thanks. Um, anyway, I hope that everyone uh, stays safe and, you know, circumstances given are able to have a good Halloween. Um, yeah. Take care. So that's it. Keep the faith. Wow, what a thoughtful response. Thank you, everyone that participated. Melissa, Raquel, Sasha, Noel, Warren, Billy, Derek, and Neil. We had way more than I thought we were going to get. So it's really mm -hmm. cool seeing you guys and hearing from you guys. So, Sasha, when we saw your video uh, and we saw you pop up, we were <laughs> wondering how you made that shirt. And uh, where can we get it? How much do you want to be paid for it? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone noticed the Phillips Kane Band logo. It's awesome. Ugh. Yeah, I, I need it in my life. So thank you, Sasha. Same. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name every other time I've mentioned you on the show. Yeah, yeah. I also really love the shout out for Evermore because isn't that the one that they were airing on Disney Channel in October one year and we were all freaked out like, oh my god, Supernatural's coming back to Disney and then I just never watched it. So <laughs> this is a good reminder for me to get on that. It's always nice to hear someone else dragging Lal too. So. Yes. <laughs> that made me happy. You know, just uh, before we started recording, I, I said to Emily that we've been doing this for four years, and it's just crazy to me that people are uh, have stuck with the show this whole time. And um, it's so flattering and touching that, that this little podcast we've done has uh, connected with people. So that's that's really cool. Thanks so much to everybody who contributed. It's yeah. also so cool just to see the community keep growing as more and more people get into the show since it's finally on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> And, you know, especially at this time, it's just, it's really good to hear from other people and connect with other people who are, who care about So Weird as much as I do. So thank you all for sharing your thoughts about the show. I appreciate it. So since we last recorded, I actually commissioned a piece of So Weird fan art. I think I've talked about it on the show, uh, on the podcast several times that we just don't have enough fan art of So Weird. And I finally found someone who agreed to make me some So Weird fan art. And I am so grateful for that. The artist is on Instagram. Uh, their username is A-E-S-I-R-L-Y. And I just wanted to, since we're doing a video, I wanted to go ahead and show it to you all. The, so, you know, again, not the best camera <laughs> or not the best lighting. But uh, there's pictures all over our um, social media of it anyway. But um, if you didn't know about it. But this is basically a, a portrait of Fee, an oil painting of Fee uh, from the ending of Rebecca, uh, you know, when she's listening to Molly sing the song. And it's just one of my favorite So Weird moments. And Fee is one of my favorite So Weird. I mean, she's one of my favorite characters of any TV show. Uh, so I'm just so grateful to have this. And honestly, it really brightened up my life <laughs> once I got it. I was so happy, the process of, you know, getting it completed and, 
and working uh, with her uh, was just wonderful. So I would highly recommend her. Her name is uh, Mel, and I believe it's Melanie. Um, and it, again, her Instagram is A-E-S-I-R-L-Y. Um, wonderful, wonderful artist, wonderful work. I'm so, so pleased with it. I had to give a plug. I've just, yeah. yeah. She's done Jack's really art, pretty. too. Really yes. Cool. That's what that's what drew me to it is she she did a piece of Jack art and um, I, I, it was just it was stunning so I'm so pleased <laughs> and so that's another plug guys uh, now is the time to make your so weird fan art so weird fan fiction um, you know so weird fans are are popping up out of the woodwork you know <laughs> so um, yeah we live yet the threat <laughs> fandom will never die yeah exactly. <laughs> I think that's it now. <laughs> All right. This has been a very special, very spooky, scary episode of the So Weird podcast. As always, you know, thanks so much to everybody who contributed. Thanks so much to everybody listening and watching to this broadcast, the sound of our voices at this very moment. <laughs> um, as always, I am Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. I'm Melissa. And I'm Kat. And... Keep the faith, and thank you for listening. And watch lots of so weird this holiday Halloween. Yes, and have a have a spooky Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>